there, Eagle Nation. Welcome to another episode of Podcasting with the Principal. It's season three, episode 10, and I'm your principal, Paul Barry. And of course, I'm excited to be here, and I'm gracious to be joined by the one, the only, Colin Blakely. Hey, Mr. Blakely. Word, word talking. Talk, talk words. Sorry, I, it's been a while. I forgot how to do this. What, we, what, do, we, what do we do? We talk. Okay. Assume people are listening. Ooh, that might be a harder sell. And feel somewhat famous oh, yeah. for hosting this podcast. There you go. Oh, by the way, thank you to our guest host, Paul Barry. You're welcome. Oh, we just have done a few without you, so I figured. I know. Maybe you're like a, you're like a guest host. Have I not been back since? I missed two. Yes. The, were those the last two we did? You can't speak to him yet. Oh, well, I mean, I'm spe- he just can't answer me. No. Have, I, I, there might have been one. I think, I think you missed one, then you were here for one, then you missed one. Right. But on our current release schedule, that's like five or six months. Right, so we're going to see how today goes. <laughs> I might have lost my role here. I don't know. No, I think Mr. The- Mr. Other Host and I would rather have you do most of the talking. Well, this will be a test. I, d- I don't know if I do most of the talking. I'm pretty sure you do. Okay. Well, we'll see what happens today. <laughs> but to my right is the one, the only, he is the DOA, Dave Maurice, two R's, one S. Not sure where the A goes, but it's somewhere in there. How you doing, Miss Maurice? I'm doing great, and that's a great story, how the guy that spells my name on air all the time <laughs> misspelled my word, my name. When was that? I was writing your name down for something. Oh, you were lo- we were sharing a login credential. And Correct. You misspelled my email. Anyway, it's great to be here. Um, I'm excited that we're back. And three weeks left mm-hmm. of the current academic year. Yeah, 13 days. No one's counting. Yeah. Eighth graders are done at the end of next week. That's so soon. It is soon. And then we'll have to bid goodbye to them. We will, but we've done it every other year, and we've managed to survive. But yeah, there's a, there's a lot of things going on. But before we talk about the things that are going on, maybe we should recap a few things. Ms. Maurice, do you agree? Yeah. One of our biggest events, the gala. <laughs> okay, yes. Word talking, talking words. Pause. We got this. Pause for suspense. No, now I can't cut that really long pause out. <laughs> if you don't do anything, then I can just be like, and cut it, and no one ever knows. Was the gala. It was a huge success. Mr. Maurice, to put you on the spot, do you want to say you, you were slightly involved in the gala? <laughs> yeah, well, it was, it was really Kelly Costello and Chris Washick's show. Mm-hmm. The rest of us just kind of got to go and have a good time. Well, that's... But, you, uh, <laughs> you were bogged down. You were was, busy. It was a it was a great success. Um, we're still tallying the numbers, but safe to say a record-setting year for the OLP Spring Gala, and historic just in the fact that we were back in person. We had we had people in the room. There was food. There might have been drinks, a few. And uh, yeah, it was just it was a great night. It was very exciting. And the best news of all is that in addition to all of the money that was raised, uh, we had our fund in need. Um, which I don't think any listeners on this podcast are aware of where, where that money is going or, or were aware last time we were here. 
Mm-hmm. If you were at the gala, you knew. Gala. 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 Where's that money going? It's going to our gym, Mr. Barry, and our ground floor. Uh, we are we're putting a great big eagle logo on the floor. Our floors are getting refinished this year. And we have an artist who I believe helped design some of the murals that grace some of the NFL and NBA and mm-hmm. uh, right. baseball the, stadiums. Yeah, so the, the designer just recently worked on the Vegas Raiders stadium and the Toronto Blues Blue Jays Jays newer stadium up in Toronto Mm -hmm. across the border. And so she did the designs and now we have a painter coming in. I think actually he's going to come in later this week to take some measurements. And at first we were going to do vinyl, uh, but the artist is so excited about this project uh, that he's going to come in and do it by hand. Yeah, and if, if you're familiar with door 4N, which is the entrance that most of our visiting teams, as well as our, our, our home team families, come in through for sporting events, um, we are going to make that entryway, that hallway, the most intimidating campus uh, as in the SSYO. So when you come to Eddie's house to play... You're going to know. <laughs> you're going to know where you are. You're mm-hmm. going to know. Right in the belly of the beast. Yeah, so that, it's, it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. I had a blast at the gala. It was it was very. Um, I w- found a lot of joy being back on campus and actually having conversations uh, with people and our stakeholders and our families and our parents. And it all around was just it, it was just so much fun. It went by so fast, and it was uh, very exciting to watch the uh, the money meter just go up and up and up as, as the night went on. Mm-hmm. I, I think other people had fun. Likely uh, you had some fun. I sure did. I, I remember having some fun. Good. I can account that you did. Mr. Blakely, or Mr. Blakely, but Mr. Maurice, you were, we should thank, we should give you a special thank you for all the work that you did. You were running around with your man purse and agenda and making sure that money was getting counted. Oh, was it not a purse? It's a it's a purse. There, you yeah. know what? Not only was there no purse, I had intended on walking around that night with a, a binder, binder. Um, but even that, I I opted not to after the teasing and the hazing I received <laughs> earlier in the day uh, when I was told by not just you, Mister Barry, but others that I shouldn't walk around with a, with a binder. Well, and, and it was so nice because you had all your papers yeah. in like a plastic sleeve, and it I was did. so very organized. It was. There were lots of notes, um, but no, I. Uh, I opted to fold those and keep them in my in my jacket pocket. Uh, so yeah, no purse, no purse. And you were a, a highlighted speaker at the event. I did speak. I did speak. I don't know that uh, many remember what I spoke <laughs> about, um, but uh, there were a couple of jokes, uh, a couple of puns. I got a couple of giggles, which was good. You did. Um, yeah, it was it was fun. It was fun to um, personally be up there and thank everyone for their support because an event like that does not happen without of the very generous community that we um, are so privileged to, to help serve. Well, I appreciated your storytelling because you went back five years and kind of told where all of this started, how, yeah. we, how we had done before five years ago, kind of when a lot of us came on board. And it was fun to hear the timeline of kind of where we've been and now where, we, where we're at and fund the need raising over, you know, $90,000 overall, over 120. That's yeah, big numbers. Insane. Yeah. That's insane. So I, I appreciated that. Uh, and you did. You got some giggles. Yeah. Yeah. So job well done. Thank you, sir. Amen.
Also, we just had our Catholic Schools Week 2.0. There are a handful of things that we weren't able to do because of this pandemic we've been living through that we've talked about all so often. So we got to bring back Grandparents Day, special front day, the talent show, and the book fair. Yeah, it was a, speaking of record setting, the book fair, again, numbers aren't in yet, but I believe this was a historic book fair. Um, lots of people, lots of books sold, lots of new books added to classroom libraries. And again, all the proceeds from our Scholastic Book Fair, um, that funds you know the majority of the budget for Ms. Jameson downstairs. Uh, so I know she was very, very excited earlier today when uh, she was tallying those numbers. Yeah, I think we came in over $8,000. That's insane. Oh. Uh, in total revenue, which then for OLP means uh, right around half. Uh, we get Scholastic Bucks. Um, not like shroot bucks. <laughs> not only used for beats and beat related. Right. Yes. Uh, but can use, be used for books. So yeah, that's, that's how we drive a lot of the uh, new books in our library. Um, and so we can cycle in the, the new for the old, um, which, is, which is great. She said she's never had a book fair. This is outside of OP be so su- successful. And I think part of that is because we had our grandparents on campus for the first time in two years. Yeah, that Wednesday last week, um, mm-hmm. it, was, it was Grandparents Day. We celebrated Mass, right, with our, our grandparents who then uh, and special friends who then got to take their students through the book fair. Also, later that afternoon was our D.A.R.E. graduation, um, which, again, since the book fair was at Pates Hall and so was, uh, so was the D.A.R.E. graduation, it, just, it brought more business over there. Uh, so... Yeah, very exciting times. Uh, look for more of the same, I think, next year. And then this last Thursday, we had our talent show, and holy buckets were our 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 our. <laughs> Wait, are you turning into a pirate? Our <laughs> OLP got talent. How yes. about that? Yes. How about that? Agreed. I could not believe all of the singing acts. The dancing act, the piano playing, uh, it was outstanding. It was incredible. I was so proud. We had 24 acts, speaking of numbers again, which I think is another record. Yeah, probably. And they, they did such a wonderful, wonderful job. And then the teachers, of course, being creative as they are, came up with a fun uh, skit where we took headshots of all our eighth graders. That's right. Made them into fatheads. Mm-hmm. And where we blew them up, I forget the dimensions, but they were they were big. And for some reason, uh, the, a lot of the eighth graders decided that they weren't going to smile. <laughs> and they straight-faced it. And then the teachers affixed said fat heads to hats. And we wore them up on stage uh, while we danced. We did. Mm-hmm. Hits of the 70s. It was a, it was a big hit of the, of the night. There were a lot of, uh, a lot of parents came up and uh, applauded our efforts. I was a little nervous about it, I'm not going to lie. I was a little worried, you know, how would you feel if uh, your son or daughter's face was plastered to Mr. Barry while he danced the <laughs> Macarena? Uh, turns not, out they like it. <laughs> now that you say that out loud. <laughs> i got to say, standing there back to the audience with those heads and then the first group turns around and just the volume of screams of excitement that came, where that was, that was a lot of fun. So much fun. And, yes, we did it completely out of love and support for our eighth graders. Uh, it was, I think it was well-received by them. That's it. Agreed. 
So we had all of that, and at the same time, all week, we did our best to appreciate all teachers and staff, as last week, well, we made it our week of OLP teacher and staff appreciation. It was the week before, technically. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who decides when teacher appreciation week is? Around here? No, just <laughs> if, 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 the week, if the week before the week we did it was technically teacher appreciation week is there some governing body that declares mm-hmm. or is it like is it like easter where it's based on the first full moon after the first vernal equinox mm-hmm. how there, do you um my google calendar told me and social okay. media okay i'm pretty sure it involves like uh reading tea leaves you know okay. where you, you boil the tea and then yeah maybe yeah. scrying or something i don't know something like okay. that and we decided to go against the grain a bit, and we pushed it back one week mm-hmm. because Mrs. Roth and I and the eighth graders were in Washington, D.C., and we wanted to make sure, I wanted to make sure that I was on campus so we could do all that appreciating. But I really should say thank you to Meg Schneeman and you, Dave Maurice, and Kathy Bergen in the office because a lot of that legwork on the appreciation, food and gifts, et cetera, was probably done when I was gone. Yeah, you know, Mr. Berry, we're used to you not being here. Um, as, as Colin mentioned, we, we hosted a couple of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, turns out it's not that hard to replace Mr. Berry. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> we, we got like a nice fern to sit in the seat, and it was, uh, <laughs> it was great. No, but tell um, us about D.C., because um, I think a lot of people don't really, you know, they're kind of blown away at a school the size of OLP. Um, you know, it wasn't like you spent two days on a bus to get out east, but, but we flew our, our eighth graders, you, and just you and Mrs. Roth went along to uh, herd the catch that is our eighth grade class. Right. Um, but uh, tell us more about that trip and some of the cool experiences you guys had. Well, uh, first, for a little bit of historical context, when I worked at my last building, St. Hubert, which Mr. Blakely also mm-hmm. spent time in those hallways as well, uh, we took our eighth graders to... Chicago. Well, actually, at the same, in their building, they go to environmental camp, the seventh graders, and Chicago, the eighth graders, all at the same time. And the first year, they asked me as a rookie at St. Hubert, will you go to environmental camp? I went once, uh, and that was enough for me. And so I said, well, if, I, if you want me to go on a trip, I'll go to Chicago. And so every year, at the, end of the first week of May, we jump on a, a coach bus or two, because their eighth grade class usually was right around between 60 and 80 students, mm-hmm. uh, depending the uh, the year, and we go to Chicago for three days, and it was it was so much fun. So when I uh, when they gave me the boot, they asked when they asked me to leave St. Hubert, <laughs> I said to the trip director Mark Agnew, I said, "Hey, can OLP can we go on this trip with you?" And he said, "Of course." So for two years, OLP and St. Hubert got on a bus and went to Chicago. And Mark started talking about like, what if we what if we took this to the next level? And we go to Washington, D.C., you know, step it up a bit, which I've been to D.C. Have you guys been to D.C. before? Yeah. Yeah. Nope, never have. Uh, Such a cool city. Such a cool city. Because I think in the four days we were there, we were in, you know, six-block radius. Everything is right there. But anyways, um, and so we started planning for D.C. COVID hit, so we took a couple years off. And then this was the first year that we said, you know what, Uh, heck or high water, let's let's go to D.C. So... Uh, a long story longer, uh, through some fundraising, uh, we had a very gracious, uh, generous uh, donor that helped our eighth graders. Uh, May 3rd, I think it was, we uh, boarded a plane 
at 5.30 a.m. on Tuesday morning for Washington, D.C. We flew Southwest. Do they, do they sponsor our show by any chance, Southwest? I think so. Now, wait, isn't, isn't I hope Washington, D.C. southeast from us, though? True. So you weren't able to get, book a ticket on Southeast no, Airlines? No, so we went Southwest the wrong direction. It is literally the wrong direction because they do this thing. I don't know about uh, you guys, but I, I, God graced me with more anxiety than I needed. And so he said, also, you're going to ride Southwest. They do not give you uh, a seating assignment. No, they don't. This Ooh. is like going to a wedding. Yeah. And they say, sit anywhere. Yeah. No one wants to go to a wedding without a, a, a seating assignment. I would agree. Okay. I mean, if it's sit anywhere, I'm going to sit up at that big table with the, with the, the lady yeah. in the dress. Yeah, where they get fed first. Exactly. So 88 eighth graders and nine chaperones are trying to board a plane southwest. And not only, you know, it's a free-for-all, and we're trying to ask our kids, you know, all go to the back. Anyways, they were great. But we flew to Midway, got off okay. the plane at Midway, and then made it to, to D.C. So that was chaotic. And then I, for the next three, 72 hours, three days, 72 hours, I thought about flying home. And who was I going to sit next to or in between? Yeah. Who, you know did, who did you sit next yeah, to? Yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he so I made Mrs. Ross sit with me there. And then on the way back, because of weather delays and being late for a layover, everyone got scattered. Mm. But we took 15 students and we brought 15 back. Congratulations. So here's the highlight. I, I, I'll, I'll, one story, and then, and then we, but it was, uh, but I'll say this. It was amazing. We had so much fun. It was, it was so great to watch the eighth graders engage with each other, to engage with the other eighth graders from St. Hubert, but also authentically take in all of the memorials, museums, and everything that we went to. But here's, here's my one story that I'll, that I'll share. And I don't know if I shared this one Iwo Jima story with you. No. Mr. Reese? Mr. Blakely? Okay, anyway, so... The first day, every day we did something. We would leave the hotel at 7, 7.30 in the morning, and we wouldn't come back to the hotel at, t- until 9, 9.30 at night. Oh, wow. And we're on a coach bus, so, you know, there's enough room to, like, bring other, you know. When we went to the Twins game, the only game that they lost out there against the Orioles, we were there. Um, but, you know, so you, we had room for, for bringing a hoodie and some sweatpants or something, whatever you wanted. Um, but we were so booked that one of the, the memorials we were supposed to go to was the Marine Corps Memorial, Iwo Jima, uh, and we just were too far behind, having too much fun, and so we said, you know what, we'll just go tomorrow. So I think it was Wednesday morning. The first thing we did was Iwo Jima Memorial, and we pull up. It's right away in the morning, maybe 8 o'clock, and we're one of the very first groups there. So we're 88 eighth graders, nine, nine chaperones. There's maybe another bus or two of of students. There's students everywhere. Like DC's crawling with, I think, I would assume, eighth graders. Um, and at the very same time, two buses pull up, huge coach buses, but they had the uh, wheelchair accessible door on the side. And on the side of the bus also said, honor tour. And they started, a few of them started getting off, and there's almost looked like uniforms. There were people wearing blue, and then there's people wearing red. The blue were the vets. Uh, the red were the guardians. And one of the guardians walked up to us and said, you know, uh, these are mostly Marines, um, veterans of World War II. They're here touring Washington, D.C. Would you mind just lining the sidewalk on either side and just kind of cheering them on as, as they approach the, the memorial? 
said, sure. And I'm guessing the sidewalk is 40 yards, 50 yards. It's, it's quite a ways. And we make, you know, it's almost like um, when athletes come out, you yeah. know, and you yeah. make, yeah, we, yeah. what do you call mm-hmm. that? With the bridge, the tunnel. Sure. The yeah. tunnel. Sure. The tunnel. Okay. So we make this tunnel, and, and you know, so we just start clapping. And you don't know, the kids don't really know. They just kind of lined up, and we start clapping, and these veterans start walking down, and some of them are walking on their own or, or walkers, canes, uh, wheelchairs. And it kind of like as this unfolded, uh, emotionally, I think it started to hit everyone, or, or at least me. And so we are cheering and clapping these veterans on as they make their way to the World War II Memorial, or excuse me, the, the Iwo Jima Memorial. And they start giving us high fives and we're hooting and hollering. And the veterans, you start seeing them cry. Mm. And then we're, our, even some of our kids are crying. I start tearing up. Uh, and it was such a cool experience to watch them walk, you know, walk up uh, to the memorial. And then these two women in wheelchairs, uh, uh, their guardians announced them by name and then said that these are two Rosie the Riveters. You know, the poster of the We yeah. Can Do It, the yeah, flexing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the eighth grade girls came up to me and said, you know, we did our history day project on Rosie the Riveter. And so I was like, we have to get a picture. So now there's what felt like hundreds of people um, that are up at the memorial and you have to be careful, wheelchairs, walkers. Um, And so I was like, all right, let's go find these two Rosies and let's get a picture. And so we found one, Luis, and we said, you know, I have these, these are, we're from Minneapolis. These are three eighth grade girls. They did the history project history day project on you uh any way that we could get uh a picture and she agrees and so these girls are standing behind the uh, uh Luis. she's in a wheelchair the emo the emojima you you posted this on social I media did, yep is b- behind them mm-hmm. and she flexes and i start i'm bawling i can i can't even see my phone and i'm just crying because i'm so moved uh by this by this moment and they cap it off. We're walking back towards the bus. You know, you don't, you don't stay very long, uh, you know, 15, 20 minutes per memorial, and you get moving. And one of the vets stopped the group that I was walking with. So there's maybe 20, 25 of us standing. And he, he said, you know, they can, give us, uh, they can give us medals, awards. They can feed us dinners. They can bring us to the memorials. He, he said, but nothing meant more to me than having you young people cheer me on today. Mm-hmm. For so many years, you know, we were treated less than when we got back from World War II, uh, and it, it was always hard. But knowing that young people appreciate and love us, so of course now we're all. <laughs> I'm gonna say everyone. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was just me, um, but it was such a great experience. And and I really, the kids, our eighth graders, thought that that was a highlight as as well. So that was it was such an um, impromptu, um, divine intervention moment. Uh, that we were able to experience that uh, with those veterans, the Rosie the Riveters, just s- so cool. And we also did like graveyard tours that were sk- and they told us scary stories. We did the Lincoln assassination uh, walking tour. We did Arlington, um, you know, the Tomb of the Unknown Soldiers. We did so many cool, um, historically interesting uh, activities. That was just kind of mind blowing. So. That was DC in a nutshell. That's really cool. That is cool. Yeah. So, yeah. If you want to see that picture that Paul described, it's on Facebook and Instagram. Post about a week and a half ago. Yeah. I think I sent you, like, on, yeah. I'm thinking oh, I'm yeah. sitting on the bus that morning saying, hey, we put this on social media. Mm-hmm. And I did. Yeah. 
and to transition into the marathon, marathon helped pay for that trip for our eighth graders. That's awesome. And they also paid marathon is currently paying for a lot of the other field trips that our students are going on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. so the, the cool thing, right, is if you're if you're a student or if you're a parent of a student listening to this, knowing that that DC trip is hopefully in your future. Study hard, kids. Stay in school, and we <laughs> we hope to give you that opportunity in the near future. But as you wait for that one, um, I think listeners probably remember our marathon that happens every fall, uh, in which we raise funds for what we call student enrichment activities. Uh, and this year, the enrichment just keeps coming. Yeah, so they they've been doing uh, a lot of different enrichment activities, field trips. It always goes. Um, crazy kind of in May, mm-hmm. but our fifth graders just went to the zoo this week. They had a gorgeous er, day. What today is what? Was, this is, today's Monday. Oh, today's so this Monday. Last okay. Monday. On Friday, yep. Uh, we had students go to History Center. I think that was second and sixth. Science Museum. Those yeah. are fourth graders. Yep, mm-hmm. they went there, yeah. And they, they did, uh, they tie-dyed shirts. Uh, then after the Science Museum, they went to Todd. Todd they went to Todd Park for pizza. And then they came back here for an ice for cream. ice cream. Yeah. You know, when I went to the, the museum in, in grade school as a field trip, like, we went to the museum, and you had to go sit, like, in the museum cafeteria and have, like, their cafeteria food. <laughs> this whole go to the park and have pizza and ice cream afterwards. They well, did it. They did it right. We'll have to talk to Miss S about that. Seriously. I think the third graders are going to Gibbs Farm tomorrow. Second and third. Tomorrow. Second yep. and yeah. third. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, correct. Yep. so they're going to Gibbs Farm uh, our patrols on Wednesday, they're going to the Mall of America because they uh, serve as patrols and our safety patrols out in the morning and the afternoon. Sixth graders? Twins game. Yeah, math day at Target Field? Yeah, they actually, I've done this before. Uh, I used to be a math teacher. Did you know that? No. St. Hubert? That really does yeah, that up. Yeah, I worked at St. Hubert. And I was a math teacher, and we went to Target Field, and they give you a tour of the stadium, mm-hmm. some math lessons, uh, and you even get to go, and there's a uh, batting cage uh, behind each of the dugouts, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and we got to uh, hit a ball in, in the in the batting cage. So is like is the math then like measuring the trajectory yeah. of the pitch? Oh, okay. Yeah, there's some there's some if the if the ball leaves the, or if the ball is traveling a certain velocity and hitting the bat at you know such a speed. So there's some cool stuff. Is that how you learned how to hit a baseball, Mr. Barry? Uh, no, he hasn't learned to hit one yet. Okay, no. You know, I also did that tour when I was at St. Hubert's. Did you really? Yeah. Such a small world. Uh, that's crazy. But you weren't there. You'd I wasn't there. Moved, you'd already moved on. Yeah, I've already, they already kicked that me was out. A, that's a fun tour. Very fun. The uh, reptile guy, he brought reptiles in, and he's a guy. <laughs> reptile guy. Now, we have some, did we put some pictures on social media of that, too? With the, I don't know. The, I think we did with the kids, or maybe it was a news, like yeah. Wednesday Bulletin or something. Yeah. yeah. What's, the, what's the Wednesday news bulletin called? <laughs> uh... OLP. Uh, it goes out every Wednesday. Yep, I, I often read it. Mm-hmm. Right, because you you have you have the thing that monitors that, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Just two words. The peace post. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, that, no, that's the old one. Oh shoot. Uh, WB is the initials. WB. Week, week, weekly bulletin. Uh, weekly brief. Oh. Well, fail. <laughs> but I'm. I mean, it's not it's not the most memorable. But he name. did remember the peace post. He did. Well, the peace. Yeah. I I was here under the peace post for longer. Hmm. I'm not holding it against <laughs> you. I'm actually intrigued. Okay, so reptile guy, uh, Shelly Bean Sports Queen. 
that's that's happening this week, right? I think tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. I think it is. Tomorrow's the seventeenth. Yeah. yeah, it's happening tomorrow. And also, uh, ELP also brought in bet- besides the reptile guy. They had a gymnastics. Oh, that. Was oh, fun. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I forget what that that was. Um, but yeah, that's all that and more. Yeah. That and more and more. I mean, but also, and our seventh graders did Camp St. Croix. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And you know how much they paid for Camp St. Croix? Well, my son asked me for hundreds of dollars. So hopefully oh, he did. Of the, <laughs> yeah, he said I, it had to be paid in cash to him personally. Mm-hmm. That was zero dollars. So again, the marathon. Yeah. That uh, funds the bus tickets. Yeah, I mean, ice cream socials and pizza. And all all these trips were just in the last, like this week and last week, pretty much. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe two weeks back. Mm-hmm. You know, we were also we were down at Buck Hill. Um, other stuff paid happened for earlier in the year. Um, but yeah, it just, just kind of gives you a glimpse into the, the chaos that is the campus these last few weeks of school, mm-hmm. but all, all paid for, including transportation, admission, everything taken care of by that marathon earlier in the year. So that's pretty exciting. You know where experience is free? At OLP. <laughs> <laughs> you just drop your mic. <laughs> well, but the, the, uh. All the parents are being like, do you know how much I pay yeah. a month in <laughs> tuition? That's, See, what that, that's, that's, what every, that's what I was trying that's to That's what all there. three listeners are saying right now. You know what else has been happening? What? Baseball and softball. Oh, boy. Now, the spring has not been very kind to our Eagle athletes as mm-hmm. the rain and the cold have canceled, postponed a lot of our, our games. But this last weekend, both our baseball and our softball team were able to go out and uh, swing the bats for the first time. Now, Mr. Colin Blakely, you are a coach. Assistant coach, yep, along with Mitch Opsall. Yeah. So are you co-coaches or is he I head would say, coach? I would say he's the head coach. I'm, okay. I'm mostly there uh, for encouragement. And we have a few other, you know. Um, dads. Dads that come in and, and also I would call them assistant coaches as well. As assistant coach, what do you think you bring to the table when it comes to baseball and our Eagle Nation boys team being successful uh i like to think i bring a positive attitude and um is there like a male cheerleader <laughs> is that like a thing no. you know i watched you on saturday i was very impressed you were you watched third base i did yep uh guys it's coached third base you're a third base coach yeah what did i say you said he watched. watched third base yeah. like what did, what did third base do did it sing and dance i mean he got was stepped it gonna, on a was it gonna times? run away uh okay all right so you coach third base yeah but you know you gotta you gotta because you know there's actually some rules in uh this ss Ohio league that even my son jack i don't know about you guys at richfield um like the stealing home thing uh, and the three strikes but if they drop the third strike you can still run the first yeah that's, the that's stealing. A, did you see that happen yeah, yeah that happened a couple times and that's that's not we were not anticipating that being right i don't right I yeah. love I love the ump. He was very good. <laughs> he was very he was he very was animated. Very yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the boys uh, they did not pull out a W, but I'm sure that no. after the game you gave a motivating speech to get them ready for next weekend. You know I did. I can't repeat it here uh, just because of the amount of profanity. But it was uh, <laughs> just just kidding. No, no. I left that I left that for Coach Mitch to do. But uh, <laughs> you know it was um, it was the first. 
actual baseball game for about a third of our team. So yeah, that you, considered, we did great. And what I we talked about this on Saturday at the game. I think one of the things that I found most exciting was that we have sixteen boys on mm-hmm. the team. Yep. Sixteen boys um, that play, and that's all fourth and fifth grade. Yes, right. There, we don't have any sixth graders on the team. Nope. Um, and there are, there are a couple of boys from those classes that don't play, and, that, and that's fine. It's just so awesome to see so many. And to your point, Mr. Blakely, you know, not everyone's played baseball before, but they want to give it a chance. They mm-hmm. want to come out and they want to give it a try. Uh, so it's really cool to see. Um, it's fun to have so much enthusiasm. Likewise, so many families come out and support uh, their, their players. Um, so I don't know. I, I just, for some reason, find a lot of energy from – seeing that representation of our campus and we play our home games right here at Todd Park mm-hmm. um, which is walkable from from campus so I think we represent Eagle Nation well here in South Minneapolis mm-hmm. those boys did a great job played their hearts out and I assume the girls did too they they won their game yeah they they won I was told several different things but Mr. Friends mm-hmm. reported to me that was 13-0 Mm-hmm. But I heard I heard that score around, but I I was not over there. But they were playing same behind time. us, yeah, yeah, at the same at the same time, and it sounded like they actually played St. Hubert, yeah, uh, and gave them literally a run for their money at thirteen zero. So yes, and and you know to the to the boys team and to the girls team, we have not had. I wish we had someone here that could tell us, but I know for sure we have not had boys or girls softball baseball for over a decade. So how cool to have it back on campus mm-hmm. this year. <laughs> no, no, that's a question. How cool is it? Oh, how, very cool. Yeah, very I cool. heard a lot of moms saying stuff along the lines of, they're so cute in their little outfits. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they were. Mm-hmm. So I, I love the, the, well, white pants. I don't know how long those are going to last. Yeah, well. But the Kelly Green, they look sharp out there. Yeah, it's a good uniform. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This coming Thursday... Do you want to talk about the Ooh. Green Mill Pizza Cruiser? Yeah, so last year we had a, uh, a friend of the program, a big supporter of OLP, donate the Green Mill Pizza Cruiser, which is Green Mill Pizza's food truck, to come to OLP. Uh, long story short, she had purchased two hours of pizza time from a silent auction. Uh, her plans fell through, and so she gave it to OLP, and we were able to provide lunch for our whole campus. As I was hoping and praying... Uh, that this would become a tradition. She has generously hired the truck to come back. And that is this Thursday will be Green Mill Pizza Day, where every student on campus will get lunch from the pizza truck. Every faculty member on campus will get lunch from the pizza truck. It's a very generous donation, but uh, quickly becoming one of our more popular traditions here at OLP. Yes, kids are very excited. Uh, And also I should mention, if kids don't like pizza, for whatever reason, uh, they still can bring their own lunch. And then we'll also be getting some gluten-free options. That's right. Are there kids that don't like pizza? There's got to be. Probably. I thought, we, I thought we screened that out upon enrollment. <laughs> I, yes, but, you know, <laughs> one, 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 final, one final question for you, mm-hmm. sir and lady, before you enroll your child. <laughs> Do they like pizza? No? Get out. It's a very <laughs> important question. Speaking of pizza... <laughs> We have, we have broken our cheetah pizza rule on this oh, episode. For now, sure, for sure. For good reason. It mm-hmm. was an amazing story uh, from, from the D.C. trip. But if so I you're can... blaming that story? No. No, the, probably the no. person who told it. 
Right. No. Oh, we're not um, telling the story. You're just, just trying to, just trying to bring us home here, guys. Just trying to bring. So us home. hair talk. How about hair talk? Rich? I don't <laughs> see that on our agenda. I think I got another forty-five minutes in me. Oh wow! Of hair talk alone. That could be. Actually, I, I, no, never mind. Go ahead. I'll can stop. We, can we you go ahead? A, I'm, I'm sorry, Dave. We just stepped on you You're trying to wrap it up. Can we have a, like no. a subsection of face hair talk? Yeah. Why? What are you? Are you saying? You, you have a new look. Yeah. I just tried a little something a little new. See the fade? Mm-hmm. I did that at home, and I was pretty. Un- I, I was a little worried about it today. I honestly didn't notice. So you didn't even notice? No. See, I noticed. Sometimes it, it'll get kind of bushy. I noticed. You did notice. Oh yeah. Yeah. You use like a like a trimmer. Yeah. Get- and I just you know you try to be even, so yep. it's not like a significant yep. line. But I feel like there is one, but then it'll be yeah. gone in a few days. See, I would always like kind of keep the like the under the chin and mm-hmm. like the mustache area a little longer because I like it longer, but I don't like it puffy on the sides. Yeah. Sometimes I was getting puffy. Yeah. You gotta get rid- you know because you don't want a wide look. No. You no, want a narrow even- look. Everyone wants a narrow look. Yeah, more of a narrow. Right, Mr. Maurice? Um. Well. <laughs> Mr. Maurice, unshaven today. <laughs> yeah, that we call actually um, five o'clock shadow at four twelve. That's pretty good. Yeah, you know that's. I think it's more socially accepted now to have mm-hmm. the stubble look. Mm-hmm. You know, Mr. Maurice. I, I would. I would agree. So yeah. it's not. You don't look unkept. Now, yeah. maybe well, maybe five years ago. Uh, I'd like to point out that Mr. Barry just said <laughs> I do not look unkept. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, but listen. <laughs> Things become more acceptable as, as history rolls on and things ebb and flow. And I, I think right now the stubble look, you know, sits in a good place of not looking unkept. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, no I'm, one, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm saying. No one was, would you, mistake you for homeless at all. I mean, <laughs> maybe a few years ago we would worry about you and your, and your hygiene. But today, in, I mean, it's 2022. Yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. Right. You, no, you're you, fine. You're you, fine. You checked his breath for gin fumes, right? <laughs> Ah, who boy. <laughs> uh, remember that Rosie Riveter story? That was, that was, that <laughs> that was, was moving. That was good. And now we're talking Same. about your stubble. Same boy, episode. Making fun of people's appearances. Love it. <laughs> uh, thankfully, the last day of school is coming up. So, <laughs> so this, this broadcast is going to have to end pretty soon. Um, <laughs> Eventually. But, uh, yeah, ne- next big thing here on campus, spring concert. Yeah, oh, so, yeah. so quickly, spring concert, 6 o'clock, 526, in the gym. Yeah, I think we've outgrown the church. I know that sounds crazy because the church is big. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think uh, it is time that we move over to the gym. So anyway, six o'clock on May twenty sixth, last day for the eighth graders is that next day. Yeah, five twenty seven, saying goodbye to seventeen awesome eighth graders. Uh, field day is on the last day of the month, which is the thirty first. Thirty days. Yes. Oh yeah, thirty mm-hmm. first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and our last day of school is Friday, June 3rd. And we can call this year done. done. <laughs> done. Officially done. in the books. I was looking for a, a better word, but yeah. done feels right. Yeah. I feel yeah. like you really captured the anticipation. Patient. Mm. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Someone's supposed to fly somewhere. <laughs> oh, okay. Let's wrap it up. I want to thank you, Mr. Blakely, for uh, being here and allowing me to visit uh, podcasting with the principal. <laughs> Mr. Maurice, 
Two R's, one S with an A somewhere in there. The D-O-A. I appreciate you guys. And to Eagle Nation, fly high. Fly high.